Pals. Welcome to MLS Recap Week 12. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hi. What's up, guys? And this is Bobby. Go ahead, David. Let's take it away. All right, let's take it away. Uh, Vancouver versus San Jose. This one ends up 2-2, two to two, 19th minute. Jordi Reyna to Tichera, who's on the run. He beats the defense, slots at home, makes it 1-0. Uh, in the 43rd minute, Kendall Watson with a header. Tarbell goes far corner to keep it out. Uh, beautiful save. First half stoppage time, long ball to Hoosin. He beats the trap and pops it over Rowe. Oh, Brian Rowe. To tie it up 1-1. Uh, in the 24th minute, San Jose go up as Nick Lima sends a curler from the corner uh, into the 18 to make uh, from the corner of the 18 to make it two to one San Jose. 64th minute, early cross, Reyna sends the defender and the keeper the wrong way with his header to equalize, and the two shared the points. Yeah, I, I don't really have too much to say about this game. It was kind of a Vancouver, they, they, I don't know how, but they still sit. Well, I guess I know how it's Western Conference. They sit in fifth place in the Western Conference. They're right in the middle, four, four, at, five, four, and four. So right down the middle, win a game, lose a game, draw a game, win a game, lose a game, draw a game. Um, I, I think they've had three draws in a row, winless in four games. Um, and San Jose just as bad, sitting down at the bottom of the Western Conference. Uh, this game is exactly how I uh, said it would come out, so I'm happy with that. And um, fuck San Jose. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Uh, next up is Toronto versus Orlando. Uh, 63rd minute, Vasquez gets uh, plays Ricketts through. He hits the post, but Chapman follows up the play and sends the ball into the empty net. 1-0 to Toronto. Uh, Higita will equalize after a bit of a scramble in the Toronto 18. The ball falls to to uh, Higita. He slams it into the near post to make it 1-1. 87-minute, Aro gets the end line, sends the ball across to Tuffler with the volley. 2-1 to Toronto. They get the winning home. Much needed. Yeah, two-game uh, skid for Toronto. They needed to get back to their winning ways. No Jovinko, no Altador, no uh, central defenders. No problem. They still get the win over Orlando, who is also currently in the midst of a little uh, losing streak, two-game losing streak uh, of their own. Um, I had said this about Orlando that I- I'm not sure what to make of them. Yes, they had a six-game winning streak, but it was against weak opposition. They went up against... Uh, two tough teams and uh, they came out losers. Uh, <laughs> this game could have, they, they, they could have got a result. Uh, Toronto scores uh, late in the game. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, Orlando's still within, uh, you know, the top six in the Eastern conference. Um, probably where they should be, to be perfectly honest around five. That's kind of, I think where people had them, or at least where, where I had them. Cause uh, the, the top, the top three are pretty, uh, pretty obvious um so uh i don't know maybe, maybe this is a start for toronto it's going to be tough uh, without altador going forward and orlando uh need to turn things around they play against chicago next at home that's probably exactly what they need to to get another win streak going yep uh next up is nyc versus colorado terrible weather conditions in nyc made for a bit of uh, sloppy play here 22nd minute, Tim Howard plays the ball to Areta. He gives the ball to Morales. He finds Villa. It's 1-0 NYCFC. A huge mistake from Howard there. 
second half, Burgett uh, combines with Matarita. His shot is deflected, but the, the rebound falls to Matarita, who heads it over Howard to make it 2-0 in the 49th minute. In the 56th minute, Villa, at the edge of the box, cuts inside. He's taken down by Wynn, but Morales picks it up and sends it past Howard for 3-0 NYC. Uh, 74th minute, Colorado leaves Villa alone, and the ball gets shoveled to him. He sends it across uh, Howard and into the net to make it 4-0 NYC. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy for New York City. (laughs) Colorado, very bad. NYCFC, very good. Uh, not really much to say about this game. It's a no-brainer. It was uh, wasn't even worth... Yeah, it was, it was extremely obvious. Not even worth watching the game unless you were hoping for a golazo. Well, there wasn't one. Uh, David, I'm not even sure what you were thinking. Every one of us, including our guest expert in balls and beers last week, had New York with 10 points. You did not double it. In fact, you didn't even lock it. What were you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I, my brain was gone. Wow. <laughs> eh, well, there's only uh, so many right. short bets in MLS, dude. Come yes, on, now. I know, I know. Yeah, and thankfully for that uh, one, because it would have been a lot worse for me in balls and beers. Shit, and it, <laughs> and it was bad. If you listen to it, it, it was, was bad. It was bad. It, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and listen, guys. <laughs> uh, next up, Portland versus LAFC. Fourth minute, Fernando Adi all alone. He knocks one off the post. Thirtieth uh, minute, Vela sends one in for blessing. Antonella goes for it, misses, but so does Blessing. Uh, 52nd minute, Valeri, free kick. Miller spills it, and Faderes is there to put in the rebound. 1-0, Portland. Uh, Portland goes into preservation mode, and in the 74th minute, Bella with a left-footed curler to the far post to tie it up. Beautiful goal. We've seen it a couple times on this one already. Um Armenteros in the 30, in the 81st minute, an absolute bullet to make it two to one for Portland. I gotta ask you guys on this Armenteros goal, guys. Was it a golazo? No, not for me. Yeah, it, it's a really nice goal. I can't call it a golazo though. I'm I mean, sorry, it's unstoppable. Dude. It's unstoppable. So is a tap in from two feet out, but it doesn't make it a golazo. I'm sorry, D. <laughs> how many passes? How many passes before the uh, that happened, though? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> it still doesn't matter. It would have been uh, a tap in, but no. I mean, it, it's a really nice goal. It's really sexy. It'll probably win goal of the week. But oh, yeah, I, sure. as as far as golosses are concerned, well, yeah, uh, I, I can't call it spectacular. Nice goal, very sexy, but no, not a golosso for me. Sorry. Well. Armenteros went to go celebrate with the Timbers Army. Portland get the win. And uh, hand LAFC a rare loss. Portland started the season winless in their first five games. They have won their next five. Uh, they they squeaked by uh, all of their games, with the exception of uh, NYCFC, when which they won 3-0, which was... I don't know. That, that's about as mls as you can get. Um, everything else has been a one-goal victory against uh, very weak opposition. Uh, Minnesota, San Jose, uh, Seattle. Um, LAFC seems to be the, the second uh, big name or, I don't want to say legitimate win, but, you know, at least a high-profile win in this uh, five-game winning streak here. 
But four out of the five were at home. They go to Colorado uh, next weekend where they have to play in altitude. Colorado, like I said, very bad. Portland, I'm not sure if I want to take um, – I don't – I'm not sure if I want to say Portland is one of the top teams in the Western Conference, even though they're sitting in third place, only three points behind LAFC and with the game in hand. Uh, I'm still not completely sold on Portland. I did say that they were going to be around the top two, top three in the Western Conference, but the way they've been playing, mm, not sure. However, listen to balls and beers because I got a pretty mls prediction for their next game. <laughs> Uh, all right, next up is uh, Dallas versus Vancouver. 40th minute, Reggie Cannon, left-footed curler past Rowe to make it 1-0 for Dallas. Uh, 78th minute on transition, Diaz has Mosqueda and Uruti making runs. Mosqueda receives, drawing the defender. He plays it to Uruti, and uh, Uruti makes it 2-0. Figueroa will poke in an own goal uh, in the 82nd minute, and Vancouver uh, gets one pulled back. And then... With seconds left to play, Vancouver earns a penalty. Brutal. Bauer can't save Kamara's penalty. It ends 2-2. Two, two. Brutal. Oh, brutal. What brutal. a brutal, brutal result. Yeah, it, it was... Oh, I, I, I can't even believe that happened. It, it was funny because I, I I was away from home. I wasn't watching the game. I saw that it was 2-0. I figured that was in the bag. I saw the own goal, and I'm like, uh, oh, this, this game has to end really quick. And I'm checking my app. I'm in the 90th minute, and it, and it had been there for a long time. I'm like, how long is it going to be 90 minutes for? How much stoppage time was added? And I see that it was seven minutes. And right there at that moment, I said, I don't know how long it's been. It's close, but I got a feeling something bad is going to happen. Ten seconds later, I get a text from David, penalty to Vancouver, and uh, you know, a, a gut punch to all of us because we all had them in balls and beers. Had Dallas won this game, our guest expert – uh, would have been the standard bearer in uh, as far as guests are concerned. Go ahead and listen to that to find out what I'm talking about. Um, but one of the, I want to say maybe three games that I felt that I had, or I almost had, and just, you know, within the last five minutes, this one literally in the last seconds, uh, the victory was taken away from me. So yeah. we had a brutal week. Yeah, this, this week at Balls and Beers. This game kind of made it feel like MLS was being a little too personal against us. <laughs> no, it's true. It's you true. Know? A couple. We're like, dude, I, I, really? Really? I talked about it. <laughs> I talked about it in Balls and Beers. They, they There were a couple low blows in there that weren't called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, New England versus Columbus. Uh, Columbus. Columbus get the road win. Not much to say here. Abu Bakar with a powerful header in the 85th minute. It was all uh, dreadlock power there. Columbus get the win on the road in New England. Um, kind of surprising, to be perfectly honest. Columbus going into New England and getting a victory. I think uh, we all had New England. New England winning this game, with the exception of Bobby, who had this as a draw. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, not far off from that Almost prediction. had it again. Almost had it again. Now, this one. This last week sucks so much. I'm, th- this is how I know Bobby was MIA on Saturday. Because I'm going to take credit for Bobby not winning this game. Because I even said, oh, Bobby's going to get his draw. About a minute later, David gets a t- text right back. Nope. Columbus just scored. Dick. So, 
So, <laughs> so uh, I did not want you getting that tie, goddammit. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Columbus went into, <laughs> went into New England, uh, got more possession, got more shots, um, created more, uh, more chances. So um, Columbus sitting in third place in the Western Conference. I think that's a little surprising. I think I had them out of the playoffs. Um, in our uh, in our preseason, um, not predictions, but our uh, well, whatever the hell we did before the the, the season started, um, I had them out of the playoffs. They're currently sitting third place in the very tough Eastern Conference. New England in sixth place currently, um, well above where uh, we all believe they were gonna uh, land, but um, still hanging around uh, a playoff spot. I understand it's, it's only May, but we're Past one third of the season, we can start talking about that. Now. All right, next up, Philadelphia versus RSL. Uh, this one, woo! Where's my scarf? Hold on, where's my scarf? Twenty-first um, minute, Pico up the left side gets the ball across the Epps, who shot uh, puts the Union up to one-zero. Thirty-fourth uh, uh, minute, this time it's Bedoya to to Dalshell on the run through ball, chip finish two-zero Philly. RSL pull one back in the 65th minute as Crylock finishes uh, uh, finishes off an inline back pass uh, from Salcedo. Uh, Philadelphia strikes back in the 67th minute as Epps pounces on a failed clearance and sends a bullet straight at Ramondo, but the RSL keeper bumbles it and the ball spins into his net. VAR will look at this one. Epps was offside, so no goal. Uh, El Signo will get Philly's third, and Rosenberry adds number four in the 81st. This one could have gotten way worse than it was. Was this my skip pick? Uh, I don't even this remember. This was... I, I, I think I had this as my garbage shit cup. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember if it was a skip pick, but it sounds it sounds about right. It, it, it Obviously, two teams that are not worth watching. Uh, Philadelphia two-game winning streak, which is why David has picked up his scarf yet again. <laughs> but um, RSL, again, bad. Very bad. Um, although, up until the Galaxy won last Monday, they were actually ahead in the standings uh, of the Galaxy. So, um, that's something to, lo- to look at. That's always fun. Um, Philadelphia, two-game winning streak. Um, pulls within three points of a playoff spot, by the way. But their next game is against the New York Red Bulls. I think that winning streak stops right there. Um, as far as Nick Romando, Bobby said it in the beginning of the season. This might be Nick Romando's last season. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep, it, it's definitely headed in that direction. He's it's he's not up. the same Romando that we've seen uh, in previous seasons. I think that his time is up. Um, the other two guys that we were talking about, Clint Dempsey. I, I think I had mentioned Clint Dempsey that this might be his last season. It's shaping up yep. to be that way. And uh, I'm not sure if we said this before or not, but if we didn't say it before, we're saying it now. I think this is Tim Howard's last season because um, that, that, that's another guy that's been struggling, um, not just because he's playing on a very bad team, but he's been making some pretty bonehead mistakes himself. So yep. I think uh, those three guys, three guys that are – um, have been on the national team for quite some time. I, I think their careers are done after this MLS season. Ooh, torture. That's 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 hard. That's hard. End of an era. End of an era. <laughs> End of an era for sure. Uh, next up, San Jose versus DC. Uh, 15, 
minute long ball to Steber. He beats his defender, sends one past Tarbell to make it two, uh, 1-0, 20th minute. Darren Maddox makes it 2 after Acosta intercepts a ball. He gives it to Maddox for the finish. 37th minute, Maddox and Ariola pressure San- the ball off of San Jose. Uh, and this time it's Assad. San Jose just just not existing in this game. I mean, like, they did not come to play at all. Um, they pull one back to Danny Houston in the 43rd minute. Uh, DC goes across the country, gets the three points, could have been worse, and now San Jose has to face the Galaxy on Friday. So San Jose played two games this past week. I don't think that's an excuse. Uh, they didn't go cross country. Granted, they, they, they went up north, uh, came back down. Um, playing at home against a very, very bad D.C. United team who had only won one game up until that point. And by the way, that one game was against Columbus. So, you know, that's MLS for you. Um, but I don't think anybody really expected D.C. United <sighs> to be up 3-0 on the road. <laughs> Uh, in San Jose, at least San Jose plays better at home than they do again, uh, on the road, and they had an extremely weak opponent, so much so that this was a no-brainer that Bobby actually doubled this game. Go, However, go, I, go, I also said, uh, <laughs> but I also said, and, and this is where I kind of like, I, I was kind of upset about it in a way because I even said, if you want to call it mls I said, this is my MLS game of the week. I feel that something weird was going to happen. That's exactly what happened. Unfortunately, I didn't follow my gut instinct, and I ended up losing the game as well. Happy because I, you know, I pulled away six points from Bobby. But shut up. Just, just. <laughs> but uh, disappointed that I didn't follow my gut because I should have bet on DC because I felt something, um, which explains my gut feeling in. This week's balls and beers. Once again, go ahead and listen to that to find out what well, I'm talking about. No, I mean, look if, at, if, I wanted to say something real fast, but like, uh, it's hard. I couldn't even enjoy San Jose g- getting beaten by one of the worst teams in the league. Like, I just, I couldn't even enjoy that because I fucking put so much damn confidence points on them to win this game. I was so angry with them. Um, no, that's why. <laughs> that's why I call it insurance. Because if you win, you get your points. If they lose, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. not for me. Not Fuck this em. one. Not this one and this one. This one this one this week not was this too one. bad for me. Okay. Go yeah. ahead and listen you, you, to you uh, needed... <laughs> Yeah, you needed something. You needed uh, some uh some reversal. Go go ahead. Again, listen to balls and beers, guys. We had some record setting stats this week. Um next up, Minnesota versus Sporting Kansas City. This one actually turned out to be a pretty good game. Um eighth minute, Kyrie Shelton. Uh, with a header from the corner, Francisco Calvo, Calvo gets outjumped, uh, and Shel- uh, Shelton puts away a goal, his first goal for Sporting. So Calvo, the guy who said, "Look, when everybody everybody wants to talk about Atlanta when they win, um, look, dude, maybe 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 don't go running your mouth because uh, you you keep getting uh, uh, schooled here in in Minnesota or being the cause of the the reason why Minnesota's losing." Um, or giving up goals. Um, 20th minute, the header from Quintero is saved by uh, Tim Melia. He tries to control the ball by uh, bouncing it down, uh, but he can't quite get control of it. Uh, Quintero gets it back into the mix. He makes it 1-1. Johnny Russell sends a stinger of a shot at goal, but Shuttleworth parries it away. That would have been an amazing goal. Um, Graham Zussi has a chance. 
to win this game for Sporting Kansas City, but his header bounces uh, off the turf and off the post. The loons hold up Sporting Kansas City. This one ends 1-1. Who didn't have a chance to win the game for Kansas City? They had 24 shots uh, taken to Minnesota 6. They put 10 of those on target, and 9 of them had to be saved by the Minnesota goalkeeper. Um, Not sure how this (laughs) ended up in a draw. It should have been a Kansas City win. David was hoping this was going to be a Kansas City win, and our guest expert, looking like a genius for calling this a draw. Uh, Also, for the record, though, I actually did say that I liked that pick a lot because I also contemplated it, but there was no way. This one, I wasn't going to go with my gut. No way. I like roses, too, but it didn't mean I make it, okay? So just come on, David. Go on. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to throw it out there. Just want to throw it out there. But uh, good on Minnesota for hanging on uh, against uh, the, the, one of the toughest teams, or actually the toughest team in the Western Conference, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting below uh, the Galaxy in the standings, the Galaxy actually have a game up on them. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Minnesota is obviously doing better than they were last season at this point um, in the season. So I, I, I guess that's a step forward. I don't know. They're also yeah. decimated by a lot of injuries. So, I mean, that doesn't help their cause either. I think they probably would have done uh, a lot better should they still have had, um, you know, uh, uh, Finley, Finley and, yeah, Ethan Finley yeah, and Kevin, Kevin Molino, yeah. Cronin. Uh, th- these are guys. These are very, uh, very important guys uh, to Minnesota. So you know, m- maybe they uh, get better results in some of these games. Uh, maybe they win the game against Kansas City. Who knows? Uh, but um, yeah, no, I this- mean, there's really nothing to cheer about for Minnesota. So. This game, this game went pretty, pretty much exactly how I predicted it in balls and beers. I knew they were going to bring it to to SKC, but I didn't. It didn't. I expected SKC to win it, um, but I knew that this was going to be an entertaining game. This, I think, this was one of the most entertaining games of the week. Think so too, and I think we call. Well, no, I don't think we called it a skip pick or anything. But no, no, no. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was a game to watch. It wasn't something that was circled. No, we didn't. No, no, no. Uh, I just, knew, I, just knew the, I just knew the loons were gonna like really, really fight back at home. I knew it was gonna be entertaining, but we didn't. We didn't like. Yeah, we didn't like peg it as anything on the bulletin board or anything. <laughs> we have we, we, we have, have a bulletin, bulletin board? board. Yeah, see, you guys never fucking look at it. I put so much shit up there. <laughs> Does it, is it does it have all the like red string or like actually you know, yes uh, I've been t- I've been trying to trying to things. pinpoint what's been going on with the fucking galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a big you just have a big uh, sausage in the middle, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, next up, uh, Chicago versus Houston. Uh, early going, Kyoto on the run the deep uh, with the defense splitting pass. Uh, he makes it one zero. Uh, and Houston uh, strike back in the 14th minute, uh, or sorry, Chicago strikes back in the 14th minute as Nikolic does enough to get uh, the ball on frame. Uh, Sends was going the wrong way. It's one one uh, between the two. Chicago take the take the lead in the 16th minute as Nikolic lays a pass off to Campos, uh, whose little three yard run beats Willis. Uh, Houston isn't done though. Manotas is taken down by Sanchez in the 56th minute. Elise will convert the penalty kick to make it two to two. And in the 74th minute, Boniac Garcia does all the work through the midfield, wins the ball, and sends it to Elise. La Patadita takes it to the goal and gives Houston the lead. This one ends three to two. Houston. Uh, so uh, 
Houston scoring goals now. Finally. Um, getting some results the last three games. They beat the Galaxy, uh, a game that, I yeah, they kind of stole in the 89th minute. Uh, got So they got lucky there. Got unlucky against Vancouver when Vancouver scored in the last minute. And lucky not to give up a goal in the last minute against Chicago. Um, so, again, I think Houston is underperforming for the talent that they have, uh, especially from what we saw last season. I don't think there wasn't like too much of a big change uh, from last year's team to this year's team. Uh, Kubo Torres is probably like the the one guy that you're missing, but I still think that they had ample guys to uh, to be one of the better teams in the Western Conference right now. Currently sitting in uh, the sixth spot in the Western Conference, they got a little bit of a moment, momentum going. So um, you know maybe they can build on uh, off of that. So, uh, but their next game is against NYCFC. It is at home, but you're going up against one of the better teams in the league. Uh, I'm not sure if that modest three-game unbeaten streak goes past uh, next Friday. I got nothing for this one. All right. Um, Last but not least, Atlanta versus the New York Red Bulls. Uh, let's be honest here. This week's uh, the premier game of the week is marred by a very unfortunate and very scary injury to Kamar Lawrence. Uh, the Jamaican slips on the turf. He slams his head on the ground, and it looked like he was out cold for a while before the trainers even came onto the pitch. His teammates screaming frantically to the sidelines. Um, uh, they finally go out and, and they have to immobilize him uh, before lifting him off and, and taking him off on the 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 emergency cart, uh, Jesse Marsh having to console uh, Tyler Adams um, and then run over to the tunnel to talk to Lawrence as, as they were willing him away. Uh, really scary stuff. It's, it's, um, it's good to hear that um, it looks like uh, Kamara Lawrence is going to be okay. Uh, all the tests came back negative. Good. So um, there's no like, you know, there's no damage done there. But in the moment, it looked like a very, very scary thing. It looked like, you know, a guy, you know, something very serious very happened bad. there. Yeah. yeah, it was actually unexplainable. I, I, You watch it, see what happened. I mean, there was, you really couldn't see anything. It sounded like he, he landed awkwardly because it looked like he was already going limp as he left his feet. Um, you know, he, he didn't miss hit the ball. Nobody touched him. It was just a weird-looking thing, and yeah, you know, to see him down like that—it's it, really scary. Um, and glad to, to hear that he's okay. Um, I, I'm sure they'll keep him out of the next game just for precautionary measures. But um, as far as we know, he—he's out of the hospital. Uh, everything came back uh, positive. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, negative. And um, so that's that's a good sign. I think that um, they'll be careful with him, but I think he's ready to go. So that's definitely a good sign. Glad to hear. Um, although at the time it, it kind of just sucked out the, the entire air of what was uh, uh, the game a good was game over or for the me. game of the week. The game was over for me. Yeah, I didn't want to get back. Yeah, to it, it, so when it started back up, I'm like, Ugh, okay, I guess. Yeah, it, it was just a really, really unfortunate. Uh, um, yeah, it, it was extremely unexplainable. It was um, a scary moment, and it the uh, the game obviously took a a backseat to that. But it did happen toward the end of the game. Um, and before that, it, it, I mean, let's just give credit where credit is due. New York goes into Atlanta mm-hmm. and just slaps them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, b- before Atlanta went down to 10 men 
they already had score three on them. The game was already over. It was three to one at they that point. They were on point. their heels. They were um, on the heels most of the game. It was crazy to yeah, watch that. That press really, uh, I mean, uh, credits Jesse Marsh. Uh, he had he has New York playing like a machine, running back and forth. Um, a high press that obviously gave Atlanta a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that Atlanta may be able, with their speed, may be able to get around them uh, with their ball handlers, uh, with with that press uh, going that high. There's going to be a man. lot of, yeah, they, 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 I figured there was going to be a lot of space in front of them, but New York closed all those spaces yeah. down, made it very difficult for this uh, <laughs> extremely potent Atlanta attack. Yep. So uh, a lot of credit to New York. Guys, Are New, the New York Red Bulls, are they for real? Well, they're for real in in terms of the regular season. They have to get it done in the playoffs, and we saw we already saw what their form is like in in tournament play. Um, it's not you know they 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 get a little. Uh, um, we'll see. They're just looking good. They look good. That's yeah, they're look they're looking good right now. What they're what amazes good. me what amazes me is uh, Bradley Wright Phillips and his ability to make goals look super easy mm-hmm. um that one goal that he had the whipped in cross where he just like kind of he's like oh he's uh, yeah, put yeah, my head down here yeah. he's oh I'll just put my head down and boom goal i'm like dude how did that like there was no effort there at all yeah it was amazing um yeah. i do have to say that this game had some wacky stuff uh going in in um against atlanta um martinez has a goal called off um, for for me, the the I don't know if you guys saw the play, but he basically goes one on one with a defender after uh, Barco plays him through with a teasing ball, basically a fifty fifty ball. Uh, Martinez skips around the defender and uh, he clips the guy's uh, legs in the back. Um, totally incidental contact though. It's just you know contact that gets made when when you're going for the for the ball. Um, I don't think it should have been a foul. Um, uh, you know, but Vieira called the goal back uh, because it, they determined that uh, that that Martinez um, purposely tripped the the defender. For me, like I said, the, the goal probably should have stood. Uh, that changes the game. You know, that at that point it's it's two to one uh, or even uh, one one, and, and that changes the game. Um, so I think Atlanta is going to feel like they're hard done by that one. Uh, look, if uh, if MLS has decided that. Uh, the VAR calls go against Atlanta now. I'm fine with that because that means the Galaxy is uh, is going to get left alone. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Lewis said it best. Like this, this team is just incredible. To the, both these teams are incredible to watch. I'm I'm glad that I was able to watch this game. Um, they have not only do they have uh, guys like. Um, you know, Bradley Wright Phillips uh, making things look easy, but they also have um, some really good young pieces with uh, with Aaron Long, with um, with uh, Tyler Adams, obviously, um, and uh, and Sean Davis. Like those are guys that I, I'm going to look forward to watching uh, for a while. So it's good. The New York Red Bulls currently sitting in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they sit three points behind. Columbus and NYCFC. However, New York has three games play uh, on Columbus and two games on NYCFC. They are four points behind Atlanta. Also, they have two games on Atlanta. So, theoretically speaking, should New York play those two games and win, 
they would be in first place in yeah. the ever competitive Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about it in the main pod. Jesse Marsh, hey, you know what? He actually might be a dark horse for uh, U.S. men's uh, national team coach. So um, I think we should keep an eye on that to see how the, the season plays out uh, because we, we figured that a coach may be named before the, uh, the year is over. Yeah, uh, if, so, if he doesn't go to Red Bull Leipzig in Germany. Right. Maybe. That'd be pretty cool, too, though. I, I actually could, prefer that for Jesse Marsh. I could uh, I could see why. And if he does well over there, you know, why not give him a, a chance at the national team? But, yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, I would prefer to see him uh, coach in one of the, uh, the, the top four divisions in uh, – top four divisions, top four leagues uh, in Europe. That would actually be uh, – that would be pretty cool, but – I think that's an extreme long shot. <laughs> I doubt that that would happen, especially uh, with the Bob Bradley. Uh, I don't want to say fiasco, but you know the the train wreck that was his stint in the EPL. I think is still fresh in a lot of people's minds, and that American bias in Europe maybe playing against Jesse Marsh here, but who knows? All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to MLS Recap Week Twelve. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. And this is Bobby. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, two, three.